Hello, my name is Dwayne Spearman. Welcome to Directional Bible Ministries, a ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. Today is April the 1st, 2021, and we are going to begin a new study through the book of Galatians together, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, chapter. <laughs> and um, But before we do that, I just want to show you a few things just to kind of familiarize you uh, with the ministry. Do have a website, uh, duanespearman.org, that will, it will take you to directionalministries.blogspot.com. Um, but on that uh, page, you will find uh, all of my studies written out. You will find the audio studies of each one. I've started to try to group some of these together. And then you also find the video studies. And of course, those take you back to the YouTube channel. Um, and then, uh, let's see, what else? Um, all of the audio studies are coming from SoundCloud. SoundCloud's where I, I record them. And then from there, they are thrown out to uh, Spotify, if you use Spotify. Uh, also, they are on Apple Podcasts, so you can listen to them there as well. And, uh, and again, the video studies are on the YouTube channel. And then I've also started placing them on uh, Rumble. So all the studies can be found there. And uh, so uh, just encourage you, take a look. Um, everything's there. Um, you know, every study I've ever recorded. I just finished um, the book of Acts. And uh, that is uh, the last big study that we had together. That was 40 sessions. So I don't know how long Galatians is going to be. It's a considerably shorter book. But as I think about what book to go to after Acts, I think Galatians is a great book to go to. Romans also. I'm working my way through Romans. Just finished a six-part series on Romans chapter number 11. So uh, we're going to jump into Galatians, and let's just see where that takes us. Um, so if you got your Bibles, let's go ahead and open them up to uh, Galatians and chapter number one. And uh, we're going to start the study together um, every day, about 15, 20 minutes um, uh, is going to be the record time on it. And I am studying as we go. Uh, I literally do not have any notes at this point beyond verse 6. <laughs> so, so I'm going to be studying it with you. So we're going to learn together. So um, Galatians chapter number 1, um, just a little bit of background. Uh, there is no doubt that um, the Apostle Paul uh, penned the book of Galatians. Uh, the book is considered uh, by many to be first among his writings, the earliest, 47 to 50 AD. Um, it, it, it had to have been written after the council in Jerusalem, which happened in Acts chapter number 15, around 46 AD. So, um, because of the subject matter, uh, and plus there's references in the book to the decisions that were made in the council. So, it could have been written as early as a year after that council, 
or several years after that council. I tend to go toward an earlier date. Uh, I think it was shortly after the council. Um, but again, there's disagreement there. Um, there, this is this this is where the discussion had occurred. You remember in Acts 15 about whether or not Gentile grace believers should be required to keep the law. Um, we can't just say Gentiles because um, there were Gentile proselytes that had been proselytized into Judaism that had responded to the kingdom gospel and had uh, become Jewish uh, into Judaism through proselytization, which means they were circumcised, they kept the law, all of those things. So those were not the Gentiles that were in question in Acts chapter 15. Those Gentiles in question would have been the Gentiles who were responding to the grace gospel that Paul was preaching. So we need to distinguish between those two. Uh, I've never done that before until recently. Um, I'd encourage you to listen to the Acts um, study. A, a mid-Acts perspective is what I call that. And of course, you can order that book um, online. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, that's what this is right here. You can either get this in a... Um, a Kindle version, or you can order uh, the hardback. Um, these are on Kindle, and um, after a couple of revisions, I'm happy with it. <laughs> so that's through Amazon. Um, but um, uh, the Gentiles that they were talking about in Acts 15 were were Gentile grace believers, and I, I think there needs there has to be a separation between those two. Um, it would make sense that he wrote the book right after um, that. Uh, some would say in, during the events that happened in, in Acts chapter number 16. Um, because in Acts 15, of course, we have the council right here. But we find in Acts chapter number 16, he is in, down in verse number 6, the region of Galatia. So, you know, was, did he write it that soon after? Um, we're not sure, um, but um, it would have been written after his first missionary journey and after the council in Jerusalem. So it could have been written. I tend to go toward an earlier writing, um, but again, you know, uh, Galatia was a region, not a town. Uh, it is located in Asia Minor, which today is modern-day Turkey, uh, which was the seat of the Ottoman Empire, Anatolia, as it was called. That's a neat study I would encourage you to look into. Uh, the book, just as Acts, must be viewed through the dispensational lens. Uh, or it will not make any sense, and it will contradict if it is not rightly divided. Um, I use the word dispensational because we have to see the book for what it is. It is an argument that 
they are no longer under the dispensation of the law. And to insist so is to pervert the gospel of grace that began with Paul. Therefore, he was their unique apostle. The very fact that there is there was a dispensation of law, the very fact that we were under law and now we're under grace, is a testimony to the fact that there are different dispensings. There are dispensations. Um, it's hard to argue against that, but our covenant brothers would do so. Um, but um, you have to see the book for what it is. It's an argument to the Galatians, the Galatian believers, that they are no longer under the dispensation of the law. They've been freed from that um, by the gospel of grace that was given to the Apostle Paul, uniquely to the Apostle Paul. Uh, it is obvious that it is impossible to argue that by grace through faith, not of works, has always been the pathway to salvation. And yet, I hear people do it all the time. Good dispensationalists will say that it's always been by grace through faith and not of works. No, the dispensation of the law required law-keeping. Um, if it didn't require law-keeping and it was by grace through faith and not of works, then the whole premise of the book of Galatians um, is a waste of time. Um, the very point for which it is written is to say we are no longer under the works of the law, but now we are saved by grace through faith and not of works, lest any man should boast. So to make an argument or such an argument uh, is espousing covenant theology. And um, a lot of men who are dispensational are what I would call soft um, covenanters. Uh, they are soft replacement uh, theologians. Um, and, and I would base that on the fact that they have pulled some covenant theology into their so-called dispensationalism. Um, and, and to me, there's, there's two lenses through which you can see the scripture. You can see it through a covenantal lens, or you can see it through a dispensational lens, or I would suggest to you that you could send it, you could see it through a confused lens, uh, which is when you mix the covenant and the dispensational. And that is probably the predominant view today. Uh, it's very confusing. Um, the very fact that you know, the covenanters would say that the church is true Israel, uh, the church is spiritual Israel. That's definitely covenant theology. But then uh, dispensationalists will turn around and say, well, you know, Acts chapter 2 was the birth of the church uh, with all those Jewish believers there. No, again, uh, read the book. <laughs> it was not. It was Acts chapter number two was the fulfillment of Joel 2.28 um, that the Holy Spirit would be poured out upon the nation of Israel. Sons and daughters would prophesy. All of those things were going to happen, and they did happen in Acts 2 and following. Um, but it was a unique 
promise. It was a unique experience to the nation of Israel for the purpose of Israel uh, turning to and accepting their Messiah and his promised kingdom. And of course, they did not do that. And as a result, God raised up the Apostle Paul to take the gospel of grace, not the kingdom gospel, the gospel of grace to the Gentile. And that is why Paul magnified his office. He was the apostle to the Gentiles. Peter wasn't the apostle to the Gentiles. John wasn't the apostle to the Gentiles. James was not the apostle to the Gentiles. And, and when you begin to read the Bible and you, you begin to understand in Peter's writing, Peter is addressing Jewish believers. James is addressing Jewish believers. John is addressing Jewish believers. Only Paul addressed Gentile grace believers. And once you begin to do that, I believe you are rightly dividing the Word of God. So let's go ahead and get into just a little bit here. Uh, chapter 1, verse number 1. Um, uh, Galatians, and I am using the, the King James text. Um, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. So let's go ahead and look at that verse. Paul begins all of his letters with his name. <laughs> uh, Paul. I mean, he lets us know who he is and what he's writing. Um, Paul does this in his books. Uh, therefore, we know that we have, he has written it. Uh, that is one of the greatest arguments, or one of the many arguments against Hebrews, because Paul doesn't say he wrote it. Uh, and yet he says he wrote all of his other epistles by starting out with his name. Um, notice that he says that he is an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ. So, let me get back to my text here. Why would he... Obviously, he would not have said an apostle not of men, neither by men, if there were not some apostles that were of men and by man. Uh, who would these people be? Um, well, I mean, Matthias. Um, Jesus, during his earthly ministry, did not pick Matthias. Uh, he was chosen uh, at the beginning of Acts, to replace Judas, who fell by transgression. Barnabas was also an apostle. Um, in Acts 14.14, 14, which when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, heard of it, well, Jesus didn't appoint Barnabas, so he must have been appointed by, by man. Um, also, uh, James, James, Galatians 1.19 but other of the apostles saw I none, say James, um, the Lord's brother. Um, so, obviously, you know, these men were apostles, but they were not appointed by Christ during his earthly ministry. Uh, 
And Paul is saying that I was not appointed um, by man. Um, And neither of these men are numbered with the twelve or called directly by Jesus during his earthly ministry. None of these three. So obviously, Paul would not have said that he was an apostle not of men or by men had there not been apostles that were of men and by men. Uh, However, Paul's ministry was unique in that he was called by God to his position without man being involved. Uh, in Romans eleven thirteen, for I speak to you Gentiles, and as much as I am an apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify mine office. So Paul was definitely an apostle, but he wasn't an apostle by men or of men. Um, he was not called during Christ's earthly ministry, but he was nonetheless called by Jesus Christ and God the Father. Um, that's why Paul often spoke about him being an apostle that was born out of due time. Um, which leads to the question, why was Paul's calling so late in the game? I mean, he comes after the Twelve. He comes after, after Barnabas and Matthias um, because Paul's ministry was to be unique from their ministries. He was not going, he was not called to the nation of Israel like they were. He was not teaching the kingdom gospel like they were, uh, but he was uniquely called to the Gentiles. That's where he was going. He says that he is the apostle of the Gentiles. He's the only one that claims that. He was called in Acts 9 by Jesus Christ and God the Father while he was on the road to Damascus. Uh, I think it's interesting that Jesus called the twelve during his earthly ministry to teach an earthly kingdom, but Jesus called Paul from heaven to speak of a heavenly kingdom, if you will, or a heavenly place. So the Jew has an earthly destination. The, the body of Christ has a heavenly destination. So Paul's argument is that he was called just like the twelve. He was called by Jesus and God the Father, not by uh, by man or of man. So Paul makes a big deal there. Paul, an apostle. And this is parenthetical here. In other words, he could have just said, Paul, an apostle, and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. But instead, he says, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ, God the Father raised him from the dead. So he wanted to make sure that they knew that he was called by Jesus Christ and God the Father. Now, some will say that the 12 were called by Jesus Christ, but Paul was called by Jesus Christ and God the Father. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I mean, um, he's just saying he was not called of men or by man. Um, And then notice in verse number two. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. Now, we do not know who all of the brethren are who were with him. Um, But we do know that when he 
was at the Jerusalem Council in Acts 15. He had Silas and Barnabas with him. Uh, and if he did indeed pin this in Acts 16, those were the two that were with him. Um, in Acts 15.22, Then pleased it the apostles and the elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company into Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, named Barsabas, and Silas, chief among the brethren. So it could be who he's referring to. And then notice it says that he is writing to the churches of Galatia. Again, these are the churches that Paul had established during his first missionary journey uh, when he went out and, and preached. Um, and these are referred to in Acts 16.6. Now, when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden in the Holy Ghost to preach the word into Asia, Acts 18, after he spent some time there, he departed, went over the country of Galatia, strengthening the disciples, strengthening them, which means they were already disciples. He was strengthening them. 1 Corinthians, now concerning the collections of the saints, as I have given order to the churches in Galatia, even so do ye. So notice this is this the word here is churches. Uh, this is the only epistle that is written to multiple churches rather than a single church, to the church at Corinth, um, to the church at Thessalonica. Instead, this church, this letter is written to the churches in Galatia, in this area that Paul had already ministered to and continued to minister to. And verse, 20, verse 3, Grace be unto you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. This phrase is also uh, at the beginning of all of Paul's epistles in some way, shape, or form. It occurs in the first couple of verses, first few verses. It does not in Hebrews. So again, another argument um, that maybe Paul didn't write Hebrews because uh, grace and peace was uniquely Paul's. Um, uh, on the other hand, the, the 12, their message wasn't grace and peace. Their message was repent and be baptized. So, um, all right. So first, verse, first three verses there. So we'll continue to, to gather. And um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back live again. My schedule's just too busy right now. But I'm definitely going to record. Uh, I'm going to try to record every day as we work our way through the book of Galatians together. And as I post these, if you've got questions, just Keep in touch with me and we'll study and we'll grow uh, together. God bless you guys. Remember that God loves you, wants the best for you, and he's working all things out for your good.